Welcome to the Monday, July 5th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. Hope all you guys had a wonderful and safe July 4th weekend. We are back in business and we've got you covered with a variety of action. Settle in. We're going to get you set up and in and out in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Alongside Tyler Foljam, I'm Joe Fortenball. July 5th is here, which means we turn our attention to the baseball card. But that's not all we have to discuss today, as we do have a Game 4 in the Stanley Cup Final scheduled for tonight. For those of you looking for the full edition of the Suns and the Bucks breakdown, series prices, MVPs, all that good stuff, we're going to have that on tomorrow's podcast. So let's start with some bases. Tyler, I know you're keeping a close eye on the Cubs and the Phillies. Chicago, a minus 140 favorite over Philadelphia. Total set at 11. What are you doing here? Well, you know, when you uh, hear a game that has a total of 11, you're usually thinking Coors Field. Of course, the Rockies <laughs> aren't involved in this one, Joe, but it's at Wrigley and the wind's blowing out on a 90-degree day to right center at 15 to 20 miles an hour. So it's going to be a classic, I think, um, real, real struggle for the pitchers, so to speak, in this one. I'd rather isolate uh, Matt Moore, the lefty for the Philadelphia Phillies, who I think will struggle big time, big time in this spot with the weather conditions, the ballpark conditions, and then uh, just his, his uh, profile that he brings to the mound against a Cubs lineup that has a lot of power from the right side, Javi Baez, Wilson Contreras, Patrick Wisdom, and then left-handed bats like Anthony Rizzo, that can do some damage against lefties as well. So I want to play the team total over five and a half for the Cubs. Um, again, when you see a total like that at Wrigley, they're expecting the ball. If you get it up in the air to travel, we might find some cheap home runs in this game, especially from the Cubs side. So it, just in case the Philly offense gets a little wild too, I think the Cubs win this game, but I'd rather just isolate the Cubs because I have more confidence in them doing their part to uh, give us at least six runs. Absolutely stoked. We could talk about a battle of NL contenders to open the podcast. Cubs seemingly have <laughs> lost 30 straight. Phillies, for some stupid reason, I put them on TV yesterday and just watched the Padres steamroll them. Stop pitching to Manny Machado. I'm not sure what Philadelphia was thinking there. I'm going to start with the Marlins and the Dodgers. Miami hosting this uh, 6.40 p.m. Eastern, his first pitch. I'm going to go Marlins plus 143 over the Dodgers. There are a lot of people that are going to think that's crazy because Walker Bueller is going for the Dodgers today. The Marlins haven't been awful this season. Trevor Rogers, the lefty, is going to get going today. He's got a 2-1-4 ERA this season. Two or fewer earned runs allowed in nine of his last 10 starts. The Dodgers hit right-handed pitching very well. They hit left-handed pitching above average, but it doesn't stand out in any way, shape, or form. This is essentially not so much a play where I'm going to tell you Walker Bueller is going to be awful today. I'm just going to tell you that at plus 143, you're getting a very good price on an excellent young pitcher in Trevor Rogers and a Marlins team that deserves a little bit more respect in this matchup than they're currently getting, like the price there. Game number three, Minnesota plus 101 hosting the Chicago White Sox. Another big total here of 10. Are you playing the total in this game? Yeah, I am going to play the total. I'm going to go under only for the reason that this game is not involved at Coors Field. and It's not involved at Wrigley where the wind is blowing out. That number to me a little bit too high for two offenses right now that can be good. But, Joe, they're just banged up. Yasmani yeah. Grandal and Johan Mankata day-to-day for the White Sox. We know Jimenez, Robert, and Engel are all on the I.L., 
Cruz and Donaldson day-to-day with some minor nicks for Minnesota. Buxton, Garver, Garlic, Ref Snyder on the IL as well. You're just not seeing the best version of these offenses. In this matchup where the pitchers have been mediocre, I would like to play the over, but I think we can find an edge here on the under because most people are going to look at Cease and over, and especially what Chicago's done against over in recent starts, and say, oh, we got to play we got to play over 10 here. But that's such a high total for a game that's not going to have those conditions we look for for a slugfest, and with those lineups being kind of banged up, I'm going to uh, place a small wager on the under there um, just because there's so many bats out for each team. Clearly be shocked Byron Buxton won't be playing for the Twins today. <laughs> Hard to believe. All right, let's head west. The Giants are getting set to host the St. Louis Cardinals. Giants are a big favorite here because Kevin Gausman is going to be on the mound. Take Gausman, but lay the one and a half so you can get the Giants on the run line at plus 105. Gausman with that 168 ERA, been very solid at home this year, 3-0 and when he's gotten the decision at Oracle Park. Opponents are hitting just 123 against Gaussman at Oracle Park this season, not known as a bandbox. The Cardinals have been their 13th in home runs against right-handed pitching, but 17th in weighted runs created, 28th in weighted on-base average. This is a St. Louis team that had a very nice run against the lowly Diamondbacks, swept them, and then promptly dropped three of four at Colorado against the Rockies. The Cardinals are 7-19, and 7-19 and in their last 26 road games. That's 27%. The Giants, 40-18 and 18 over their last 58 home games. That's about 69%. They're off a very nice win last night, Sunday night baseball in Arizona against the Dodgers, or excuse me, the Diamondbacks. I will lay the one and a half on the run line with the Giants here. Final game for you, the Red Sox are in Anaheim taking on the Angels. Minus 105 both ways with a total of 10. What are you thinking? Yeah, Red Sox first five money line. I like that at minus 105 as well. Um, This Red Sox offense against an average left-handed starter and Suarez for the Angels. you got guys, of course, like uh, J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogarts who can absolutely smash uh, left-handed pitching. And then even a guy like Rafael Devers who doesn't have the platoon split is so much better at hitting than Suarez is at pitching that um, I'll take the Red Sox to do some damage with that offense. And Martin Perez is not – a great starter, but he's better than Suarez. And when he's good, he can be really good. He'll give you five, six innings with uh, two or earned runs, uh, two or less earned runs. When he's bad, he's really bad. So his numbers this season, they look pedestrian and ERA in the fours. But more often than not, he's giving you three or four really good starts, quality starts, and then one bad, awful start um, where, you know, he goes five innings and allows eight earned runs, something like that. So against an Angels lineup that I don't necessarily love, of course, outside of Shohei Otani, um, I think Perez can have one of his good starts. And I do think that Red Sox offense will do damage against uh, Suarez and the Angels. So Red Sox first five money line minus 105. I'd play the Red Sox as well for the full game. They've won nine of 10. They hit left-handed pitching very well. They're 12 and four over their last 16 games against the Angels. And Perez, who you were just talking about, two or fewer earned runs in five of his last seven starts. He's not Walker Bueller, right? But he has right. given this team good starts on a more frequent basis. Don't get caught just looking at the four ERA. He's been solid over the month of June. Final bet for me is going to be game four, the Stanley Cup final. It's tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Lightning are up three games to none in the series. I don't think it just ends tonight. I think it ends in explosive fashion. I'm going to take the Lightning on the puck line, minus one and a half. It's plus 170. Tampa Bay has outscored Montreal 14 to five in this series. Now, when the Canadians were down two games to none, 
coming home, that's when you'd expect the big kick. And they end up getting beat 6-3 in game three. I don't think there's anything left. I don't. I think you're down 3-0, and all the luck and love and success you've had against everybody else, it's not happening against this Lightning team. All right? The main reason Montreal was so nasty through the playoffs was goaltender Carey Price, right? In 17 playoff games entering the final, he had given up three or more goals in just five of those 17 games. And they played some really good teams. In three games in the final, he's given up three or more in all three games, right? He can't stop what Tampa Bay's throwing at him. And that's nothing against Price because nobody can stop what Tampa <laughs> Bay's throwing at him. What Tampa Bay does... What, or what Montreal does well defensively and with goaltending is the exact same thing Tampa does, plus the Lightning have an awesome offense. I think the Canadians are toast. I don't think the Lightning are sitting here thinking about, let's take it back to Tampa Bay and win in game five. Their head coach was actually asked about that. He said they haven't even entertained that idea. They're not messing around. I'll lay the one and a half goals. If Tampa's up late, obviously Montreal pulls price. They probably do it with three, four minutes remaining. Opportunity to pile on a ton of goals. Tampa Bay minus one and a half at plus 170 to close it out tonight. He's Tyler Folgem. I'm Joe Fortinball. That's it for today. 10 minutes of the bets you needed as promised. If you get a chance, subscribe, rate, and review. We greatly appreciate it. Enjoy the games tonight. Hope you all had a great weekend, and we'll see you tomorrow morning for the NBA Finals preview between the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. 